Fight! Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio today? Hi, Nardwar. This is Robert Dayton here. From? From a lot of things. Uh, originally, like uh, uh, from my hometown. Prince George. <laughs> no, Prince Albert. you always say that. You it's always Prince say George, that. Prince George, Prince Albert. No, further, Terrace, further, BC, further north. One hundred mile house. Further north. Smithers. Uh, close enough. Where? It's close enough for Fort St. James. Oh, you're so close. You're almost on the money there. It's getting close, though. It's oh, yeah. You are so... House. You were just like a Where? little Where are little you from, Robert Dayton? Off. You're from Fort, Canada. Fort St. John. Fort St. John in yeah. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada's great province of British Columbia. <laughs> well, great is that. And now you've landed back. <laughs> at, difficult. You've landed back at CITR mm. after about two days after being on Frank Rumbletone's show. Yeah. it's a, Well, that was just a call-in. You know, I was... 
you know, mid-location. I was transient. And so. today you have brought in a couple special things in honor of a very special thing happening tonight, haven't you? Man, it is a special thing happened tonight. Yeah. Yeah, you asked me uh, location-wise where I was from, but uh, music uh, act-wise, I know one of the music acts is playing tonight. So that's exciting. Can Ham. Can Ham. That's one of the acts is playing tonight. Can Ham is playing tonight. We're doing our big Christmas show tonight at the and Royal that, Unicorn. Mm-hmm. Do which, you know where that is? Which is that's in Chinatown. Which is really interesting. That area has a lot of history. One of your other bands, Robert Dayton, mm. July Fourth Toilet, mm-hmm. has done the song "The Unicorn." So now you're returning to the site of all the damage, the Royal Unicorn, right? Could you explain? Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing gets past you. Could you nothing, explain nothing about that, you. please? Uh, explain what? Like, well, what? you know, Fort St. John, Prince George, Candham, July 4th Toilet. We're missing something. You didn't mention oh, like, July 4th Toilet. Oh, like the connecting uh, strand? The Royal them, so Unicorn. You do the song The Unicorn, don't I've, you? We've done it, But yeah. you won't be doing the song The Unicorn tonight no. with Candham because it's all Christmas songs. Is it all That's Christmas right. songs tonight? Has, has there been a Unicorn Christmas song? You'd know this, wouldn't you? Has we, there been a song? In fact, why don't, why, why don't people call in right now? What's the number? If anyone can name a song that has to do... With a unicorn and Christmas, I'd like to know. Will they like get the unicorn's Christmas for free tonight? Sure, but, they, but we have to verify that information. Six oh, yeah, send us an MP3. Six oh four eight two 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 four eight seven. Six oh four UBCCITR. But you are Robert yeah. Dayton from Candham playing tonight at the Royal Unicorn. Maybe you can give the exact address and explain. Will Chinatown? There be, will there be any Candham <laughs> classics performed tonight, such as Father and Son, well, such as Seafood Taco? <laughs> You're funny. Um, no, basically what we're going to do is there will not be father and son, but there will be the Christmas version. Oh, so there are ha- Candham uh, bass tracks all laid down. Father, you know, son, and holy ghost. Just new lyrics. So you're karaoke in Canham. Well, no. Have you heard the album? Yes, have I, the have. I have. I have. Okay. And we will play a couple selections tonight. I give you yeah. a Robert Dayton live here on the Nardwari Human Serviette Radio Show. And we began the Nardwari Human Serviette Radio Show here today with the Plimptons. Plimptons. I've never heard of them. The Plimptons. The Plimpt. The Plimptons. How do you say that? The Plimpton. Like George. Uh, how Plimpton. do you say? It? Oh, like George Plimpton. Yeah. Yes, the mm-hmm. Plimptons yeah. from Scotland with their song. It's Nobody a long likes. Way. A comedy rock band, and they mention the word Tenacious D in there. You don't like the word Tenacious D, even though no, you were I, backstage I, partying with Tenacious D, weren't you? I when never said I didn't like Columbia the word. Canada. I like tena- the word Tenacious. I like tenacity. It's kind of like persistence. I kind of like that word. It's not. I have no problem with that word. But you don't really like the word Tenacious D being used to compare to Can't Ham, right? The low <laughs> rent version. You always, yeah, it's weird, you know. So I, I it's true. You always bring this up because you think it's going to annoy me. But I, I went, okay, I'm going to see one. Because I don't get them. Like, I don't really understand them. You know, I figure I don't get them. I don't understand them. So I went, I I actually did go to the show because I I scored some tickets, some free tickets. A friend was performing and I I went to the show. Yeah, not only did you go to the show, you saw the show from backstage via Neil Hamburger. Yeah, he was opening and his his set was great. And I watched Tenacious D. Well, the one, Jack Black is very nice and he's got a really good voice. He's got a good voice. Baboom. No, he does. Well, he, he's a good singer. I, I don't really, not the act is not my cup of tea, but he's a good singer. But the word tenacious D scares you, even though you saw him backstage. How did Neil go no, over it? No, it doesn't scare gig? me. It's How just not my, not my bag, you know? Gig? How did Neil Hamburger go over at that particular oh, gig? Oh, it, it, it was an amazing spectacle to watch. 
It was incredible. I, the fans... Um, Hmm. Has Neil Hamburger's voice changed over the years? Because yeah. I noticed on yes, the earlier has. records, it, it was a bit different. Changed. But I guess he's, is that through all the performing, it's kind of changed a bit? He coughs a lot more. He's got a lower throat. Uh, and you can hear that on our new album, Sincerely Christmas, because he does sing a track on our album, and Sincerely it's a Christmas. Christmas. Office party on the Canham, well. yes. And he's uh, got a bit. On the Canham album, available at has all he the got stores. angrier as well. Uh, yes, yes, he's gotten angrier and 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 you, th- more aggressive. And dealing with the tenacious D fans, the fans, I, I, you know, by and large, I think they like um, marijuana and and they're you know teenagers and and um, that's what they're into. And, and Neil's a very straight guy. He's not mm-hmm. really into the herb, is he? Like his no. fans aren't really into the herb, are they? No, I think they like romantic comedies. You know, and, and because of Jack, the Jack Black connection and, and all that stuff, and, and uh, that's what they're into. And he starts telling a joke about Pink Floyd. They also really like Pink Floyd. And I, I, do, I like the first album. It's good. But they really like the, uh, they really like that the one. Wall. Uh, what's that, uh, that other one? That one? Uh, it's not very good. What is it? Dark well, he basically, Side Dark Side of the Moon. And he says it's not, you know, and he makes a joke about not, not being a good album. And they get really upset. I guess they think the crowd turns at because that I guess the, he's stating the facts, and I think they think that it's a good album. And you are canned hams, little hams. But then you literally saw like the crowd just get angry and just go this rumble all because of Pink, uh, uh, Pink so did Floyd. That work in Vancouver because I understand Ooh. that made every, the crowd go angry in New York. Every show of the tour Any, that he was on. So you would advise people not to do Pink Floyd jokes if they're opening up for Tenacious D. I don't think it's a good idea, but I think. I think it's an interesting social experiment. Now, tonight at the Candham Christmas show at the mm. Royal Unicorn, you have Fake Shark Real Zombie. Where did you meet them? And what are they doing tonight? Oh, well, this is exciting. Parker from the band says hello, by the way. He says hello. Welcome to the Nardwarder Human Serviette Radio Show, Parker. Please phone in with the answers regarding the unicorns. We'd like to know. I'd really like to know. There's got to be a unicorn. I'm fascinated by Christmas music, and I'm getting all my Christmas music together. And So how did you meet, fa- how did you meet fake shark real zombies? Well, I just, I, I just know Parker, and I can't remember how I met. I remember how I met Parker. I remember now. We were actually at the Royal Unicorn, of all things. And he somehow found out that I play in a glitter rock act called Hallmark. He's going, I love glitter. I love glitter rock. I love David Bowie. He was very obsessed with David Bowie. I think he was wearing a large David Bowie T-shirt. And so we bonded over glitter rock. And uh, then we both uh, take public transit, mass transportation, which is a bit of a letdown. TransLink is really uh, not holding their end up, if you really want me to tell you the honest truth about transit. It's just not been very good. Anyways, but we were on the bus, and that was the plus side of the ride, and we were talking about Christmas music, and he said, wow, well, I've always wanted Fake Shark Real Zombie to do some Christmas music. I think Christmas carols are great. And I I said, yeah, I love Christmas carols. I think they're some of the best songs ever written. And they said, hey, wait a minute. We're doing our Christmas album release party. So they're doing a whole set of special Christmas music. Is that exciting? Is what that wonderful? What is it called, though? I love the name. Oh, what name are they going Fake by? Santa Creepy Uncle, which is a much nicer name than the name that they were going to go for. Which was? <laughs> fake Santa Real Pedophile. And that's tonight at the Royal Unicorn mm-hmm. in Chinatown. What's the exact address in case people Oh, are my goodness. It's uh, 147 East Pender. Oh, thanks, Leora. 147 East Pender. 
Yes, we also have on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show Leora dropping yeah, by I, I after 20 a, years. Actually, a font a of lot, knowledge. It's been a lot more than 20 years. Should I mention why I'm here? Should I get a little plug in? What the heck? Yeah, let's sure. hear it. In upcoming weeks, but I was just going to say, Rob was here on Wednesday live on CITR, he and it's taken Leora about Robert, 20 years. Not Rob, Robert. Actually, Leora, you did phone in during <laughs> the John, Thanks, John Savage interview on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Marathon, and you're still here. Well, a couple of weeks later. I was on the phone. Now I'm here in person. And 25 years ago, I did sit in the studio. It wasn't the other side of the glass. We had the control room over there. You remember the control room. Yes, and I think you've brought something for us to play today, I did bring something for you to play. The reason that I am physically on this campus, because I'm doing research... For, Re- for market, market research? No. In t- 2008 is the centenary, the 100th anniversary of UBC. And there's all of these things going on, all of these distinguished alumni coming back to campus, and they have all these uh, you know, people like Nobel Prize winners and, and things like that doing speeches. But we're doing a cell phone tour, an audio tour, um, about different landmarks on the campus and uh, learning about things such as this. Robert Dayton, just read this headline. This mm. is some of the research that I'm Insane. doing out here today. Go ahead and... Invasion. Invasion. Many Vancouverites recall the 1968, and I like this in quotes, uprising that saw 3,000 students take over the UBC Faculty Club. Yeah, now that happened in 1968. Jerry Rubin, remember him, the guy from the Yippie Movement, he was speaking, and he had all these students, and it was the 60s, you know, Vietnam War protests and all this kind of stuff. And at the end of his talk, he said, what place on this campus needs liberating? And there was silence, and then somebody yelled out, the Faculty Club, and literally thousands of people Nardwar, do you know this story? No, I don't. Over to the faculty club, which was a private club for the UBC faculty, for the professors. They went in there, they occupied it, they took it over, and there's amazing photos of shirtless guys with hairy chests and bongos and and beards. Was there like a really good reason for them to take it over, or was it just to serve Jerry Rubin's large ego? It was to fight the power, but what they ended up doing, (laughs) 3,000 people went in there, they smoked all the cigarettes, they drank all the booze. They partied all night. There's incredible photos, like I say, of all these like people with their shoes off and looking like Edie Sedgwick dancing around. And then the engineers came in the next day to be the enforcers to try to haul the hippies out. And are so, there photos of that, too? There are photos of all of this And you have stuff. an audio wow. recording, too, that you brought out today. Do you want but to... I'm not sure. Will it be able to be played? Because it's a dot .wave? Is it's it a, a dot... .wave file. I don't know if we can actually play that. I go back that. to, you know, like... Will it play in this? Vinyl technology. Should we try? We, we could try. We could try. Uh, yes, we... We I've could press digging... it onto record. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been digging through photographic archives, print archives. This is mm-hmm. the sound of print. And also audio archives and came upon this incredible gem that you, Robert Dayton, will love. This Tell is from more. the 1930s, the official UBC pep And if it won't play today, oh, we'll play really? it next wait, week. Wait. Oh, we got to hear this. Do you know what pep rallies are? Yeah, are oh, what, yeah. What were pep rallies? Well, they take uh, these pills called pep pills, and they get really excited. That was the 60s. I'm talking oh, about the yeah. 1930s. <laughs> yeah. I got my decades confused. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was a wild thing because it would it would be all about boosterism. Boosterism and total, total like sports teams. University boosterism. Right, yeah. so they'd get people together to do cheers and sing songs to support the team and hear it. You do you know what the little little pennants and mink pennants? coats, big large mink coats and for the Thunderbirds, right? And the UBC Thunderbirds who play, you know, uh, hockey, football, soccer, all so sorts they're real of multitaskers. They're they're multitaskers. I don't know if they win very often, but uh, probably because they're not focused. Maybe, on one sport. Maybe they yeah. haven't had that, and they haven't had a good pep song since 1932. I see. Is there anything coming up on the screen, Nardwar? 
has completely inspired you. You are oh. in, I can't believe Ready for the gig tonight. Ready for the gig tonight. Tremendous that you're in. That was the pep, the UBC pep And you song rescued that from the archives. From the archives from the 1930s. And now Robert Dayton playing tonight at the Royal Unicorn with Canned Ham, the big Christmas show. That is the pep song to get your pep up for oh, tonight's yeah. show. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going back. I'm going to get my master's. What other songs are I'm in getting the my archives there? No are there recordings there. of the 1968 takeover? I'm getting, some, I'm getting I am getting some audio clips. Maybe it might be the engineers facing off with the hippies, but I'm getting well, next audio week clips. You have them. Bring them here well, and we'll, we'll play see. them. But what I can tell you for now is that there is um, there's a basic website up at ubc100.ca. So all about all the stuff that's going on to celebrate 100 years of UBC, which everybody is really geared up for now that we've heard the big fight song. A uh, hundred years of solitude. Uh, yeah. well, solitude. Oh, you mean uh, solidarity? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, <laughs> solitude. Yeah, that's sort of like tenacity yeah. and whatever. Mm. But yes, solidarity. UBC100.ca and uh, and hopefully people will be able to walk around UBC with their cell with phones their and hit buttons and pictures and audio will come up. Yeah, They'll be able to hear that, that song. Stuff. And and you know that your friend Nardwar, a former Prime Minister uh, John Chick Turner, was a, a big uh, big man in UBC athletics in the 1940s. We found a lot of photos of him jumping hurdles and stuff like that. And apparently... A very virile man. What's interesting, you mentioned John Turner because 
Robert Dayton's bandmate, Big Ham, from Canham. He's not here. Did he not party at John Turner's house? There were some stories of him partying at John Turner's house at UBC. Ham doing some real great partying at John Turner's house. So it all kind of comes together. If only only he was Was here to answer that question. Was Ham a member of the Liberal Party? I don't think no. he ever had a car. I'm not sure if he was. <laughs> or I think there was any dealings you with know Schreiber. You know, I, <laughs> I, I think we, we actually toured on an Airbus once. Oh. Uh, yeah. And you were happy. And all they gave us was little peanuts. That's basically a little packet of peanuts. That's not what Carl Heinz is saying. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you are Little Ham from Cantham. Now, for people that maybe aren't aware of Cantham, what is Cantham? Is it still PG-13, you know, couples and kids, swimsuit area always covered? That's what you've always said, right? Is it that, still that's, that? That's one aspect, yes. Why did you have to have that disclaimer, PG-13, couples and kids, swimsuit area covered? <laughs> what was the reason behind that, swimsuit um, area covered? It was, it was basically motivated by fear, Nardwar, and not our own fear but the fear of the people in the audience. They honestly thought that it would be moving to this level. And yes, Big Ham and myself have had a history prior to Candham in our respective uh, uh, performing careers of moving far beyond the limits of PG-13. And I know that one summer performing, uh, gosh, what's that? Was it Yellowstone National Park or was it Glacier? I don't know. We were performing in a national park, and literally this one camper was very upset, was scared that it would be getting uh, a little too close. That's why right on the door, PG-13, couples are -hmm. couples welcome. Although the show is 19 plus tonight. Couples and kids and swimsuit area and, and always covered. And soon-to-be couples are also welcome, too. And maybe you will. Have... Maybe you will meet and people your, your may have actually or one seen, of your souls. You probably people got may have actually seen Big Ham of Candham in a Super Bowl ad. Big Ham was in a Super <laughs> Bowl ad, wasn't it, he? It, it, it aired during the Super Bowl. Um, we all got to make a living. Did Ham get recognized at all from that? Like being mm. in a Super Bowl ad. He was in a Super Bowl ad. Gosh, I wish he was here to answer all your brilliant questions, Nardwar. I really wish he was, but he can't make it. But, but no, I really on, don't I mind. Let's let's question. talk. I want to talk about him. You can actually. Hey, hang on, you can hang on, I want to know because since he's not here, I'd actually like and to talk about. And you Big can't Ham. see the ad at is MySpace at Big Ham's MySpace. Can you? Can you? See, I, I see. But, I wish he was here to answer these questions. Little Ham. But I would. Since he's not here, I'd like to talk about but him. But I want to ask a question on behalf of the questioning public. Mm. Was he in an ad for a major product, or was he in one of those, you know, uh, consumer-generated content ads? Although he's not here to answer these questions that you're all asking about him, I can actually verify that that ad was an ad for CareerBuilders.com. Not that he's ever... Uh, affiliated himself with the company or endorsed it personally, he was a hired professional actor to perform in this act, ad where he basically uh, walked on coals in the ad. It, it had a sort of joke. Some writer for the ad had written a joke that he had to convey. So he has an agent. So if people are looking yes. to cast his type, and he does yes. have a type... So he, he has many types, many types. Many types. But so is Robert I, I would love Robert to. has an agent too. And have you not both gone to the same edition? Well, let me just put it this way. We have the same agent. But you've gone and, to the uh, same that, edition. That, that agent so is Principles. So principles Talent. So it's Big Ham versus Little Ham. Uh, have you gone to editions together? Do you know? Uh, yes, we have. Uh, have we done the same? Yes, and and for the same role. But you know, it's it's. I see a lot of. There's a lot of. There's a lot of musicians 
<laughs> that go out for auditions. So it's uh, it's it's did never Big really, Ham win or did it's, you it's win? It's never very competitive. No, uh, no, it's never seen as a, co- a competition. It's like, oh, you again? How are you? Well, good luck. Hopefully, one of us will get it. It's always like that. It's very congenial. But how about when you're up on stage room. at your gig? Like for instance, tonight at the Royal Unicorn, we're speaking here to Big Ham's little compadre, Little Ham. Also, we have Leora <laughs> Kornfeld joining us as well in mm-hmm. an Artwater Human Serviette Radio Show. Can you tell by the audience reaction of who gets a better response? There must be a bit of competition in there. Well, Big Ham's not here to answer that question, so I can't really answer that. But I can definitely say that uh, a lot of qualities that I do like about Big Ham. Because what can I was I, thinking, Can I talk about our working didn't, relationship didn't Ringo, since he's not here? Didn't Ringo get, like, the most fans from the Beatles? Ringo's got, like, the most fans and stuff like that. The biggest admirers. So You want to know something kind of sad? What, 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 we had pins made of each other and that were sold at shows. So one, some of Big Ham and some of Little Ham. And for a little while... You know, I get the. You know, you know, you get this horrible because because you know it. I want to talk about our working relationship because it's very much. It's not two fists going together. It's like two hands clasping a real complimentary. But it's not a fist going in. Boom. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, are we getting Are we getting down to that level? Anyways, PG thirteen. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bring come, it back come. to the PG thirteen. Oh, basically. <laughs> but but I want to talk. Uh, uh, I want to answer that question uh, twofold. With the pins, I honestly had this little niggling thing going. Oh, my pin is outsold Biggs. And it turns out that a few of the pins went, of my pins went missing. So <laughs> I think it was probably neck and neck. And, and, well, wait, uh, do you and mean not that your fans pin. were stealing them or there was a problem at the manufacturing uh, they fell, plant? They fell or? into a little box uh. in the merch box and the, the, the few went missing. So, so it's kind of crazy. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I kind of like that it's nice and even because it is a complimentary relationship. But I wanted to put this theory forward, Robert Dayton. And the theory is this. In the Beatles, Ringo got most of the action he was the most popular. Ringo was the most popular Beatle to the fans. So he now, was a you guys, magnet. You guys don't have a Ringo in your band. You do yeah. not have a Ringo in your band. Uh, excuse me. Machine. Excuse me. We have so, two Ringos so that, in our band. So that baboon. But that makes me think, though. Does the drum machine, does the music get the most compliments? Do people ignore the performers and look to the music? Because it's the drum machine is... Ringo. Well, th- that's the thing about this act. You know, you, you say about, you know, comedy music. I actually really don't like a lot of comedy music. I think a lot of it's kind of just not very good. I, and I think because uh, things like melody and musical arrangements and actual, like, ideas that are layered or actual emotion and feeling uh, get ignored. And, and so much of our, like, when I write, uh, I write a lot of the lyrics, but not all. And Ham writes the music, does the, all the music. And, uh, and, you know, it's coming from, a lot of times there's stuff that's coming from a real honest, emotional life experience place. And it's delivered in a funny way. You know, there's pathos turned to laughter. And, uh, you know, I bring these, and sometimes it's almost like a dare, like, oh, I can't write this lyric, or, oh, well, we got to do it, we got to do it. And, you know, Ham will spur me on, and these lyrics will come out, and, and, and he'll sometimes add some lyrics, or, and, and, and it'll all happen. And then, then... You know, I go, okay, we got this. It's got to be the catchiest song ever. It's got to be great lyrics. It's got to be a really good pop song. And then it's got to be funny. So that's the, so the first mandate is got to be a good pop song. And then it's got to be funny. Then Ham, Big Ham, goes and he goes all out. And I go, geez, the song's done. It's done enough. He's going, no, he's such a craftsman. He's such a craftsman. He's such a perfectionist that he'll take and he'll work hours upon hours upon hours doing all of the instrumentation in the studio, all the layers. It's not a Casio and a drum machine. It's drums and beats and, like, 
He goes tons full, of full synthesizers. Brian Wilson, the full Brian Wilson. Yeah, well, the Beach Boys Love You album is one of our big, biggest musical oh, influences. Okay. That's what basically was one of the things that really caused us to form because it was all, that album is almost all synthesizers and vocals, mm -hmm. which is what we are. It's almost all synthesizers and vocals, the Beach Boys Love You album. And it's also got a lot of emotional stuff and unconventional subject matter. And that's why it's not a musical comedy album. Although, yes, we are musical comedy, but we're very influenced by that. We're not actually influenced by a lot of musical comedy. I feel like musical comedy actually started going down the drain when Zappa got more into the picture in 1971. That's when musical comedy kind of went... And I, and I think it's because there was a, it went kind of cold and emotionless, and the whimsical irreverence was kind of gone, and the actual coming from an emotional place. So anyways, that part said, so the music comes first, and the lyrics, and then and making it a good pop song, and then making it funny, and then after that comes making a great, trying to make it as great a performance as we humanly can, and bringing our total personalities to the fore, and complementing each other. Big Ham is the big one, Lil Ham is the little one, and we do it together, and that's that's just what it's all about, basically. And you are Little Ham live here on an Artwriter Human Serviette radio show, celebrating does that the make, Does that make any sense, what I just said? When people come tonight to the okay. Royal Unicorn, they will be able to check it out as they celebrate and we're doing our the differences. Chris, we'll, well, we won't be doing, we'll be doing our Christmas Christmas uh, show. It's our special Christmas show, and we want to make a Christmas album because you know I, I there ha there needs to be more original Christmas. But you numbers. really worked even, hard on even, this. Did you, the... you, Robert Day? You worked on this so hard oh. that when you finished this record, this CD, you couldn't finish. You had to send it to LA for somebody to figure it out, didn't you? Oh my goodness! Yeah, Pete. Uh, Pete Mills had Pete to mix who? it. Pete from who? Pete from Flash Bastard. And, and what is he Pete doing Bastard. now? He lives in L.A. He is a mixer and producer in L.A. Is he hanging LA. out with the ladies from that show, L.A. Inc.? Every time I see that show, I say, I bet Pete's hanging out oh, with them. Get, you want to know, know who he's playing Resident Evil with and wrestling with in I L.A. Do, right actually, now? I do want to know. Two words, Mike Tyson. The man who mixed the our album wrestles with did, wrestles, who play wrestles stuff, wait, hang on. with Mike Tyson. bite off somebody's ear? Well, I don't. I, I think he's probably calmed down a bit because I think Pete still has both of his ears, uh -huh. and and then after Pete got done with it, it got mastered because mastering is the is the is the science, and it got mastered by a man who exclusively masters jazz albums. He masters Chick Corea albums. We have a caller actually. Caller, are you there? Uh, yeah, I've got a question for Little Ham. Go ahead, caller. Actually, caller, before you put the question forth, could you explain... Well, actually, do you realize Big Ham is not here? Yes, I am aware of that. <laughs> so you're directing a question but for we have, Ham. But we have talked a lot about his brilliance could, and a lot you, of questions I can't could answer. Could you explain again a bit, what is canned ham? Could you explain to the people, caller, what is canned ham? Uh, canned ham is like a mouthful of musical joy. Go ahead, call her. Can you pass we, the test. Before you, uh, before you ask the question, can I quote you on that, not even knowing your name? Oh, sure. Thank you. No problem. Um, Little Ham, I'm wondering if you guys will be doing any guided meditations at the show tonight. I am so glad you asked that question. Because, uh, like I uh, do you remember uh, a couple minutes ago when I was describing our whole process in uh, rather boring and um, uh, innate detail? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I talked about our that. life experiences. Uh-huh. Well, one of the things about in our life experience that is going on right now is meditation. Wow. And so we will actually be doing a live meditation with the entire audience. If you come to the show tonight, you will not only will it be a meditation, but because it's a Christmas show, 
It will be a sugar plum meditation. That sounds delicious. Guided by us. So wear loose-fitting clothing. <laughs> Any other questions or comments to canned ham at all, caller? No, that's it. Thanks a lot. Well, thanks so much, and doot-doot-a-loot-doot. And you're see still you tonight to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the Nardwarty Human Serviet Radio Show, and we have Canned Hams, Little Ham, live here on the Nardwarty Human Serviet Radio Show. And you're just saying, your album was mixed by Pete Mills, now living yes. in L.A., now wrestling with Mike Tyson. Play, play wrestling. How did he hook up with them, though? How did that happen? I, mean, I don't know. Isn't it like some sort of weird circle? How did he penetrate you'd that have to ask, You'd have to ask Big Ham that, and sadly, he's not here to answer that question. Because Pete Actually, was... Actually, you should be asking Pete. Pete was... <laughs> Can't, you, can't we just phone Pete right now? Uh, yeah. Does anyone have his number? Have his number? If he was in a band Pete's called number. The Penetrator, so he's probably really good at penetrating those type of things. And we are here live on CITR, Pete, FM 102, Pete, Cable. Pete is the kind Canada. of man who will just, he, he, he sees a goal. Yeah. He sets a goal for himself. Like, today I want to play wrestle with Mike Tyson. And he will just say, okay, I'm going to do that. And then he does that. And then he'll go, and tomorrow... I'm going to mix the brand-new Canned Ham Christmas album, Canned Ham and Friends Sincerely Christmas, available at all the stores and also be released tonight the at the show at the Royal Unicorn. Were you happy? And that's what he'll do. Were you happy? That's what Pete does. Were you happy with the mixing job? Were you happy oh, with the mixing wait, job? Wait, get, get your phone book out of there. Course. Your, get, go no, after Ed like, for Mills, and if his number's in there, can we call? We oh, can, man, I don't have his. I, I have his name, but not his number for some reason. I must have started oh. writing it down. and I, I, I communicate with him by email so much that... You know, well, maybe one of Pete's ex-girlfriends, and there's uh, not like there's quite a few yeah. in Vancouver that maybe would like to phone up and give Pete's, Pete's number because they're probably phoning and bugging him weekly. Six zero four eight two 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 four eight seven. If you're related at all to Pete Mills and know his number, and you know, that's LA. the thing. That's what I love about Big Ham, and that's what I love about Pete. You know, like, like basically, uh, you know, I, I will say, oh, how about we try this as an idea for a song? And Big Ham will go, okay. And it's like a genre he's never tackled before. Our last album, Erotic Thriller, it's like, man, we got to make a dance pop album. And Big Ham is going, yeah, of course, we certainly do. And Big Ham's like going like, to- it was already totally into Britney Spears and, and those kind of producers. And, and uh, the producers of the Britney Spears stuff, R. Kelly, Giorgio Moroder, all that stuff. And then he's going, okay, I now have to learn how to make really good dance pop. And he will do this learning curve and do it and then pete will come in and he'll produce the album and he'll mix it and he will arrange things as well and and you see this organic process between ham and pete and they'll just like motivate themselves and you know jump that jump that curve you know they'll do it man they'll they, ride that curve what kind of curve will they, they'll ride the curve well they will they'll ride the curve they will be in the zone and they were roommates together um at a place on hastings street i remember that's right pete off the place where the, the neon pig sign is Say right across from the neon pigs exactly. the pigs that seem very very happy considering the fact that they they're dead. Now, Robert Dayton of Cantham, your acting stuff. I am curious. Did you once try to do like a CBC show from Ms. T's but got denied on that? I guess what I'm wondering is... Oh, my what goodness. Pro- I haven't thought about that. Yeah, I What think- promises have been offered to Canham and which promises have not been kept? Oh, I've lost count. <laughs> my goodness. Make, that, I've, make I've, the I've question lost easier. Count. Which but promises I will tell have been you, kept? I will tell you something. Uh, uh, there is a show I do want to pitch, and I hope CBC TV is listening because we have a million ideas for shows. And one show I really want to pitch, and if Louis Del Grande is out there, he better be listening because the one show I really want to pitch is called Son of Seeing Things. And it's where I'm the son of Louis Del Grande's character from Seeing Things. 
and Canham would be doing you, the seeing things. Could you do theme. the father and son song? No, we'd be doing the seeing things uh. theme. Maybe we could do the father and son theme, uh, even though it's a Canham track. Because Big Ham would definitely be involved in the music, because most of the music is keyboard based on the original. But how much program. juice do you have being Little Ham from Canham? Like how much juice? How much power? I do you am have? so full of juice. Because I am full of juice and beans. You were in the Vancouver International Film Fest. You were part of the Vancouver International Film Fest. You were part of South by Southwest as part of Male Fantasy. Did that get you any juice? Does it help you with additions? You were in a film fest selection. You were at South by Southwest. Does this help you win when you're going for auditions? It got me. It got me my agent, and in turn, it got Big Ham his agent. And the CareerBuilders.com Super Bowl <laughs> ad. Super Bowl. If people want to check out that Super Bowl ad, where is it, Robert Dayton? Oh Ken my Ham? goodness, I don't it, it know. It is posted on. I don't know. What is Can Ham's MySpace page? What oh, is it? Uh, yeah, just look for Can Ham. Uh, www.myspace.com/slash/CanHam, and that's remember H A double M. There's two M's in magic. And then click 24 on. Twenty four hour didn't somehow didn't get that right. And click on Ham's profile. You know you will see a great thing. And you know what you will see on the Can Ham profile if you go down. If you go to your, the, our MySpace page right now, you know what you're going to see. You are going to be seeing a brand new music video directed by award-winning filmmaker Zoran Dragelge for our Christmas song, Rum and Eggnog. And we're going to play a selection from your brand new Canned Ham CD. Canned which we will be performing tonight. Sincerely Christmas. Tonight at we're, the Royal Unicorn. We're going to play the song Christmas Office Party featuring Neil Hamburger. Who wrote this song? Did you write this for Neil? Yes, we wrote it for Neil. Is he very picky? With songs that he will perform. No. Did he add anything to it? Did you just say, this is uh, what you're going to do? Intonations. So this is Christmas Office Party. And right after that, we're going to play something that's been bothering you for the past couple hours. A Bruno Gerussi song. We Bruno Gerussi does not bother me in any way, shape, or form. Put the down. man is a graduate of... He, he, the man... Okay, the man performed at Stratford with the other great actor-turned-singer. And who would that be? The Shat. That's right. The Shat Man, William Shatner. Now... Now, you look at the actor-turned-singer genre of music. Now, you look at the greats. Richard Harris, who, by the way, I pretty much modeled my whole personal style after. You look at Richard Harris. You look at William Shatner. You look at Peter Wingard, another fine mustachioed actor who does actor-turned-singer. You look at Keanu Reeves. Okay, backtrack. So, but what is one of the most under-acknowledged albums of the actor-turned-singer genre? Well, that would be not just a single album. It's a double album, Nardwar and Leora. And it is the album called Fuzzy Love. And it is a collaboration between Bruno Gerussi and Tommy Ambrose. It's narrated by a big old fuzzy sheepdog on the front. And on the back, you see the big old fuzzy sheepdog flanked by Bruno Gerussi and Tommy Ambrose. And what does it say on the back cover there? Well, one of the things I want to point out is that Tommy Ambrose and Bruno Gerussi are hairier than the big fuzzy dogs. <laughs> Who is Tommy yeah. Ambrose? Who is yeah. Tommy Ambrose? Uh, well, we got his whole bio here inside the liner notes for this double album that are not only in English but also in French because it's a Canadian. You think it'll be in Greek? Ooh. And you know, you know, you know why? I, another reason why I brought this in. You know how much I love the actor turned singer genre. You know how much I love that Peter Wingard album. Well, I was thinking uh, that you, you brought that up because earlier in the Harris. straight this week, there's a slight put down. Actually, oh. I had this already. P- 
picked out. I already had this picked out in my record collection to bring today because I've been really obsessed with under-acknowledged Canadian recordings. I, I really think somebody has written a, a dumbass bullshit book uh, called The Top 180 Canadian Albums of All Time. First of all, that's a hierarchical thinking. It's flawed right there. It's stupid. Oh, The Top 100. Who, why, why would you make... I hate those lists. It's, it's idiotic, hierarchical thinking. And then what's number one on the list? What's number one on the list of that book? You know what I think it is? I think I read about this on Facebook. Lover People Boy? are complaining. No. I think it's tragically hip. No. No. But they're way it's, up there. No, they're in there no, a lot. No. It's Harvest by Neil Young. Now, it's a great album, but what's the thing about that album? What's the thing about that album? It wasn't recorded in Canada. It's not, there's no Canadian. Are there? Maybe there. Maybe a catering company did was Canadian. You know that the catered the album because Neil Young probably I, was he even Canadian when he recorded Harvest Nardwar? Tell me this. Was he I even think Canadian? He was, well, he's still Canadian, I think. California. No, he votes in American elections. Canadians can't do that. No, I think he just comments on American elections. I think nah. he might be a Canadian. I think he might be dual. Who knows? What's Either way, on. it's a big bunch of baloney as far as I'm concerned. But and that proves my point. But anyways, I was just going to say, Robert Dayton, we're going to hear something here from the Candam Christmas album with Neil Hamburger singing. Will this song be performed tonight, Christmas Office Party? <laughs> yes, Neil it will be performed by Neil an officially, officially approved representative. Of 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 the off price value center who put out uh, Neil Hamburger's latest CD, then, an official representative, Neil Hamburger's helper, will be performing and then, office Christmas party. And then party we're going to hear some Bruno Gerussi, something that should have yes, made because, the list. Because I, I have been writing a lot for the Nerve, and I've, I've been writing a lot about things that are not part of the so called Canadian approved canon of recorded music. And uh, this one's actually from Toronto, but after that, we'll be playing a little more from Vancouver because Vancouver's, as usual, is ignored and rejected from the canon of great Canadian music. <laughs> the Christmas office party. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. What's going on in the office there? A horny game of musical chairs. We've got beer and wine and a big bowl of punch. With lots of candy for us to munch. What's the Christmas bonus this year? A condom that lights up like Rudolph the Reindeer. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. Who got loaded and told off the boss? See you Monday morning, 9 o'clock, sharp. When he walks in, tail between his legs. Shame-faced and ready to beg. Frick. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. It's the office Christmas party. It's the Christmas office party. And me everything. Leaves and velvet fuzzies. 
pregnant calico cats, the year's last tomato. A morning high followed by giggles for lunch. Flowers in my refrigerator. Frosted flowers frozen in a blue mason jar, the color of a childhood marble. They live in icy ferns, the flowers in my refrigerator, beside big pickles and morning milk. A jar of frosted flowers, company for ice cubes. A girl looks for cream. Look, she says, flowers in your refrigerator. Yup, I say, breathe on them. They like it. Drunk again, high on the morning and high on the hill, shouting at clouds and thinking of kites. Funny kites shaped like fishes, flying fishes that catch clouds and gobble them down like fuzzy fish food. My love, I wish you lived in a gingerbread house smelling of spices, brown sugar, and ginger snaps. So I could come in horn-rimmed glasses, a prince from a plywood house with plastic swans on the lawn, and take you away from all that. You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. We still, 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 still have Little Ham from Canned Ham live on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. Of course, and B- Big Ham couldn't be here, so any questions you have about Big Ham, feel free to ask me. And phone and, and I- ask up Leora, who is also <laughs> yeah. a, about And Big I will Ham. defer them. If you want. I'm and here to be littler because Little Ham, Robert Dayton, is used to being the little guy, but I'm here to make him feel like Big Ham today because I am smaller. So we are hey, reenacting Big Ham and what? Little Ham. You know what? We're live at CITR. You know what? Go, does go anyone, ahead. Does anyone, if anyone has any Bruno Gerusi anecdotes... Call them in. What's the phone number? Well, you know what's interesting? The number, one, the number one, and if he's listening right now, Mr. Plow, 604-822-2487-604-UBC-CITR. Mr. Plow has the ultimate Bruno Jerusi tidbit. Can I ask tidbit. you? Okay, Mr. Plow is a death dealer. Yes. Does, he picked is, up Bruno Jerusi's I was going body. to ask, is it related really? to the death of... In fact, wow. Mr. Oh, Plow wow. phoned me with Bruno Jerusi's body in the back of his car. That's how close I am to Bruno Gerusi. Now, what did we just wow, hear? That Bob? was Bruno Gerusi and Tommy Ambrose. And wasn't that like, that is such an inspiring track. It's called Morning High, and it's off the double album Fuzzy Love, which is a, a great actor and a great singer combined their talents for an unusual statement about life. How did it and chart? It, it, how it did it chart? Probably not well enough as it should be. It was it was on a sort of Canadian folk rock label no, called Canada with the CBC. It was a co-release. Recorded at CBC in 1971, and the label is called Canada. Canada. And they put out a lot of a lot of folk rock. Caller, are you there? Yes. Go. That's you, Mr. Plow. Yes. Thank you. Faithful, devoted listener, tell us the story. Let's hear this. (laughs) Well, uh, I think Nardwar pretty much already described it for you. But remind us of what year this happened. Oh, geez. Uh, 
I know it was probably back uh, maybe 96, I think. No. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm. Sometimes what, what, How'd he look? Um, dead. Did they have a lot of makeup on him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Did, he, did he look as good as he sings? <laughs> um, probably better than that, yeah. Now, Mr. Plow, for people that don't know, what are you, Mr. Plow? Maybe you want to plug your yeah. gigs. Yeah, what are you? Leora described you as a <laughs> death dealer. That's what I learned by listening to the Nardwar show. You say Mr. Plow, I think death dealer, because that's how he's been referred mm. to on this radio program. Uh, at one time, yes. One time death dealer. Or you could say death deliverer. Um, uh, removal, yeah. And now, now you're a personal life advisor. Uh, no. Personal life for, counselor. Now I, now I distribute pornography. You're a personal life counselor. Um, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Plow, can I ask you a very important question? Yeah. Is my voice feeding back over the air? Is it getting really fuzzy? Can we, is, can we turn my, le- is my level, should it be turned down a little bit? Uh, you mean off? <laughs> ba boom! Well, thank you, Mr. Plow. I'm feeling for, death again. Thank you for always listening. You are the best, Mr. Plow. Yeah, thank you. A, I, I just hopped in the car at the perfect time. It's amazing. And what did you think of that Bruno Gerussi track? Um, I thought the canned ham one was better. But the office Christmas party—that was a good one. And send that yeah. out to all the people having the office Christmas party yeah. tonight, next week. What about yourself? No, no regrets, people. What no about regrets. yourself, Mr. Plow? Will you be able to go to the Candam Christmas party tonight at the Royal Unicorn? What is your schedule these days? Uh, I'm going to a family party tonight. Nice. Who's performing? Um, me. Nice. And, yeah. And what about other parties that you're going to, Mr. Plow? What do you got coming up for yourself for so, playing? Uh, uh, I'm playing an office party at the Pub 340 tomorrow night. And it's an office Christmas party. No, it's just an office party. Mm, mm. Well, you'll have yeah. to learn Ken Ham's Christmas office party. Maybe no, because can... ours is about Christmas. His isn't a Christmas party. No, no. It's just mine, an party. Mine's a regular office party. Yeah. But then maybe you could just change the words. It's a regular office party. That's I a could, great thing, you know? I, well, I could steal their song in a heartbeat, sure. So, what connotates the difference between an office Christmas party in December and just a regular office party in December? Uh, there's no decorations. Mm. And I guess no bonuses. You don't get the checks, right? No, we don't Lower get those. expectations we, when it's just a regular party. We don't get those party. either. But there'll be lots of great pictures to look at, right, Mr. Plow? Always. Will a photocopy machine be in attendance? <laughs> no, but I'll bring out a scrapbook of uh, my past work. Will there be pornography? Yes. Yes, because Mr. Plow has gone from death dealing to pornography. So R- Otherwise known as personal life right. advising. So R-rated well, yeah, Mr. Plow, PG-13, canned ham. Well, thanks so much for phoning in, Mr. Plow. Really appreciate you clarifying that because I actually thought that I was lying over the air and you verified that I wasn't. So thank you. I feel much better. Thank you so Mr. much, Plow, Mr. Plow. Uh, as far as corpses go, did you ever have to um, transport the corpse of, was it, is it Robert Clothier? Relic? Relic. Mm. Oh. Mm. Or just one uh, beachcomber on your only, CV. Only one, yes. No, Relic kind of hung out on the North Shore, so Mr. Plow didn't actually cover that area. You've heard about the Beachcombers' curse, though, haven't you? It's kind of like the Poltergeist curse where they all die. I thought this show was about canned ham. (laughs) Well, thanks very much, Mr. Plow, for phoning in. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot-doot-a-loot-doo. Bye-bye. And you're still My goodness, he's right. Radio. He's and right. This show is supposed to be about the Can Ham show that's tonight at the Royal Unicorn. Tonight at the Royal Unicorn. With, now, f- with fake, fake Santa creepy uncle no. and the nervous breakdown. I want to ask And you, a puppet troupe, the cinema-sized. I want to ask.
Ask you, Robert Dayton. I was flipping the channels one day, and I came to Urban Rush. And on Urban Rush was... Don't you love that name, Urban Rush? It connotates what that there show is. There was a contest is. to urban come up for that name. and it's a rush. It was, a, it was a, suggested, actually, by a viewer. They had a contest. Oh, man, who would come up with that name. What did that show used to be called? A day- daytime. Daytime, yes. Ah, urban Rush. Now, yeah. now you, Robert Fiona. Dayton... Canned ham were mm. on Urban Rush. Mm. Could you explain what happened? We were on there just yesterday. No, but you were on there before you were on Urban Rush, where you did a song called Celebrate the Differences. That's right. And you brought in a child actor who was Who is quite- represented by Principal's Talent, uh-huh. also representatives of... Stephen Ham and Robert Dayton could separately. Could you explain sponsoring today's program? <laughs> could, yes. could you please explain, Robert Dayton, what happened? You went on Urban Rush, and what this song did you do, and how did you involve this young child? <laughs> how am I going to get out of this one? I'm. Uh, you painted me into a corner. Um, well, Nardwar, this child. Basically, the song is called Celebrate the Differences, and uh, it will be on a future album. If anyone wants to release this album, great. Um, that album is called Salon. Anyways, this song is called Celebrate the Differences, and it is an actual feeling that I, I it's a real, like, how I honestly feel. I do find the whole politically correct mindset kind of funny, but it is actually how I honestly feel that you should celebrate the differences. I think that's, you know, we, we live in a cultural mosaic, and, and that's basically what that song was about. Can we please get the Coles Notes version of the long story, which you didn't tell there? It involved a young little child. Like, you performed the song live on Urban Rush, and you performed the song with a little child in the middle. Mm, You hired a child, much like Angelina Jolie, (laughs) but you didn't tell the child what the child was hired for until five minutes before you went on air. Actually, until you grabbed and told the child to act sad. So you had canned ham, big ham, little ham, and a child, and you he wasn't acting. He really was sad. He wasn't acting. Angelina Jolie did inspire the song, Celebrate the Differences. And that child that we had really was sad. And we try, whenever we perform that song, to always but adopt a child out. that doesn't look like us. And you went all out. You hired a kid for your performance, How for your gig. You a hired kid, a kid. A sad kid. Uh, it's by the pound. You hired an actual actor, a kid, a young actor. Mm-hmm. That's like going really far. Can't have going yeah. really far here. Yeah. Now, you yeah. also yeah. did Xmas yeah. in yeah. July. Yes, Christmas in July. What's the difference between Christmas in July and Christmas is happening tonight at the Royal Unicorn with Can't Ham? And again, we're here live with Little Ham from Can't Ham performing tonight at the Royal Unicorn. I can tell also you have the Leora difference. in here as well, helping us understand who the hell. This is another difference Bruno that I can celebrate is. by telling you. The difference between Christmas in July. Christmas in July cools you down. Christmas tonight will heat you up. Tonight, it will heat you up. How much does it cost to get in? Ten dollars. Rob, one John A. McDonald, it will heat you up. What, what if I bring a tin of food? Does that knock it down to nine? Well, uh, I'm I'm on these antibiotics right now, and I'm really hungry all yeah. the time. How long have you? So been if you so- could bring that. How long have you been sober, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Has that played much of a difference? Wow. How'd you, I guess it wasn't a secret that I drank, so it's not a secret that I don't drink. No, but like BS, you know, before sober. Like, is there, is there an actual it's, line it's for Ham? It's been a year and a half for me. Do you, do you think the shows have been any different, you know, before yeah. sober? And after well, it's sober? kind of funny you say that. Like, uh, you know, there was an actual, considering the fact that before I stopped, by the way, if there is anyone that I have upset in my drinking is days I, i'd like to apologize right is that, is that <laughs> hey don't out me so anyways <laughs> yeah yeah that uh, i belong to uh, anyways don't out me 
Uh, the you Lindsay, Lo- Lindsay Lohan's you group. Anyways, anonymous. Wasn't there something uh, you did at a Tricky Woo gig at one time? Do you remember insulting the audience at a Tricky Woo I, gig? I no. Was I well, see? I, now I apologize. See, no, but I will say that actually, it it has made a difference. I was really worried that the that the sharpness and the spontaneity and everything would be lost in performing. But then uh, Dan Behar, can I name drop? He saw me perform shortly after I had stopped drinking, and he went, "Wow, you were like an old blues man. You were honed and in control." And let me say, and he he was giving me props, and now I'm giving myself props because my ego is fragile. But I have learned how to control my ego. For not drinking. Let me just say this too, as as a former media practitioner, that I am observing. I'm not part, just participating today. I am also observing, and you. You are taking notes. Yes, I am, and you, Mr. Dayton, are doing a fine job of being the raconteur, of giving fully fleshed out, articulate answers, of keeping the energy high, staying razor sharp, and you know when you've had a couple of drinks. That's not necessarily the way it goes. So you're, you know, you're really there. You're focused. You're on the job. But you know what? You're forgetting, Leora. No. What? And I think we can all attest to this right now because we're all stone cold sober. Uh, I think hey, what you're forgetting. For and, and, <laughs> and and I think and and I can also speak for Lindsay Lohan as well. I can say that we are all having fun. And people will have fun today. <laughs> And that's just what I do. You know, you guys could, and, and, you know, you could do whatever you want. I'm not going to fault you for it. But I do want you to do one thing. Because, you know, I'm not going to get dogmatic here, but I will be dogmatic about one thing. I want to really, you know, I am going to be, uh, I'm going to basically, what's the word? I'm basically going to really, really force my one belief on you right now. Okay. And that is I want you to have fun. Tonight. Now, the world of canned ham and Bobby Kong. It's like wanging chung. And Bobby Have you ever wanged a chung? Not tonight. Well, we're going to have fun tonight. The world of canned ham and Neil Hamburger are tied together, but the Mm -hmm. world of Bobby Kong and canned ham have been tied together, too. He's a very special showbiz friend. In fact, the rock and roll band The Cribs from Wakefield, England, were excited to meet somebody from canned ham because Bobby Kong was telling the world about canned ham. That must have been been big ham, and he's not here to answer that question But if you do have any questions, feel free to call UBC CICR. With Bobby Kahn, because Bobby Kahn has played here a couple of times. Oh, and man. how is Bobby Kahn's backup band? Because people might be oh, fans of Bobby Kahn, but they might wonder about his backup band, his actual band. Bobby Kahn is one thing, but his band is a bit different. Can, can you, is a hundred percent, but Bobby Kahn's band is a bit different, isn't can it? Can you okay? Can can you rephrase that question as what is the best? studio and live rock and roll band currently going right now? Could you rephrase that as that question for me? And you would answer it? I would answer Bobby Kahn and the Glass Gypsies. I mean, they are amazing. Songcraft, studio production, live show. I don't think there is a better act around, and I don't think they get enough props. I think their albums are stellar. And, you know, they're, they're kind of glammy, and I like glam. I mean, I've got a glam act myself playing next Friday, the following week That's- after, called Hallmark. We're playing, you know, I like the glam, and but also they have these unique proggy chops with them, and and not only that, I mean, he, the man the man does a whole concept album about the state of America. He does a state of the union address about the horrible state of how America and the Bush Party is, and he makes it a great modern rock album with hooks galore, and he can sing like nothing else. And you know, Monica Boo Boo can really play that violin. They are a great. Band. 
They're pretty good, but they're no canned ham! Monatrona, she's a great performer too. And yeah, you know, they're, they're no Bobby Khan is no Can Ham, and Can Ham's no Bobby Khan. What song is what song is this? Oh, this is oh, this is great. This is from the tribute album that Bobby Khan's actually on. They did kiss all the girls, but this is Monatrona, the great Monatrona from who was originally in Duotron, which was, I should say, a part of what helped save the 90s for me. Man. They, they, Duotron were part of that whole bulb record scene, of which who came out of the bulb record scene? Jack Ma White, Andrew W.K. That's right, Andrew 25 WK. Swabs, Wolf Eyes. They all came out of that 90s bulb record scene because they, actually, that was one of the few great things of the night. Which actually provided one of the Connor. greatest moments ever in Vancouver music history. Andrew W.K. was playing the Commodore, and his former band was playing that same night? Oh, my goodness. They were playing the zoo. Pit. And who was who was hosting? Who was hosting? Hugh Fukowski, who will be appearing tonight at Canham Show. And where where else? A Hugh Fukowski, aka Paul Anthony, he will be doing a Christmas spectacular himself on December nineteenth, Wednesday, December nineteenth, at the brand new what? The brand, I like asking questions like you ask questions because nobody Mark. asks questions like you ask questions. Isn't that right, Leora? Nobody. Okay, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be at the Biltmore, and I went into the Biltmore, and it's got Leora's favorite kind of wallpaper. Well, half of mine. My favorite wallpaper is the gold with the red velvet, and you said... I can only promise you the red velvet. But what red velvet wallpaper. And, and, and I will be the house DJ every Wednesday night. DJ Body Beautiful. That's my DJ but name. tonight Starting it's December all about 19th. the royal unicorn, isn't it? For the Can-Am Can Christmas party. I played there mistakenly. And next, next Friday's all about I played there mistakenly a little bit of your tribute album. Doesn't matter. It's still great. But you had a tribute album before you had a second album. You had a tribute album to Can-Am before you had a second album. The guys in the cribs love you because of the Bobby Kong. Neil Hamburger loves you, but we here at CITR love you as well because of your vast musical knowledge. Bringing Can I tell you something as well? Can I tell you something? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, me tell you something right now. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. That love is mutual. That is mutual love. Love given, love returned, and surpassed. It's like a magic penny, Nardwar. Hold the tight and you don't have any. Lend it, spend it, and you have so many rolls all over the floor because what is our show about tonight? What is it about right now love is something if you give it away you end up having more i learned that in sunday school and it still holds true and i think it's something you really got to believe we're gonna have fun tonight but i like the way how you tonight. i like the way how you robert dayton share the knowledge you share the love we're gonna be playing a couple more tracks of stuff that you brought in here we've got a vancouver song queued up oh, what is this man. about this vancouver song man i like i said the whole canon this is not of... by canned ham this is the summer stuff you like to share with the people this is just great music that that I write, I've been starting a regular column called CanCon Lost and Found for the Nerve, uh, all about just records that should be well regarded, that people gotta get, gotta hear, and you're gonna hear it today. And 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 you know that's great. And 
I'll also be spinning these records as DJ Body Beautiful every Wednesday at the Biltmore starting December 19th and also continuing as a Boxing Day blowout with uh, host Randy Vowles, former bar rock legend that I now manage. And uh, I will be spinning. And this track is one of those great... What, what is this track? We have Vancouver. What is it? It's a Vancouver song. Oh, this one. This is another theme, of, a song of civic pride. Vancouver I really love Canadian. Like, Canadian like civic pride songs are the best. Va- you know, Moses. it's civic boosterism. Yeah, our city stinks right now. It's really crummy. But this song is great. And, after, and the Biltmore is opening up, and it's going to be a great venue. And after that, we're going to oh. play something you actually talked yes. about in depth, Nerve, right? That's right. This is on Psy Records. I know nothing about this record. Is it a joke? Is it a put-on? I don't know, but it sure is great. Do I agree with its sentiment? I don't even think they agree with its sentiment. And it's called Zeus Creation, and it's by the Outraged Husbands. And if anyone, anyone knows anything about these records, please, please, I, I am sharing them with the world, but I don't know anything about these. These records are great, noble mysteries. Where did Ignoble. 50 cents on Powell Street in an old furniture store. What year? Uh, what year? 1997. So it'd probably be 50 cents now. They yeah. Phone numbers. I've called the number. I've called the number, Leora. I have called the number, and the number has changed. They thought I was crazy. Imagine, I don't know why they think that. Imagine that. And then I said, you know what I said in return to that? I said, I'm crazy. Well, you'd be crazy to miss Can-Am's great Christmas show tonight at the Royal Unicorn with all these great guests. Oh, it's going to be fun. And then come see my other act next Friday at the Unicorn Hallmark. Thank with, you. With ladies performing with Ladies Night and, and the uh, petroleum byproducts. Have you ever sailed into Vancouver Harbor? Have you ever been out to the dock on the bay? Have you ever seen them tall ships sailing? Have you ever stole on English Bay? Through 
Tough it's been Sincerely Christmas 
songs are a one-time-a-year thing. Well, they're wrong, little ham. Christmas can be any time of the year. Take the week off work. If it's July, let the music cool you down. You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. We still, 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 still have Little Ham from Canned Ham live on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. Also, Leora is on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. And what did we just hear? Robert Dayton, Little Ham see, of Canned Ham, see, playing tonight at the Royal Unicorn. What would just hear? Because you know, you know we what? had people running into the mm. studio wondering and wanting some clarification of some stuff. What did oh, we just it was hear? Sincerely Let's... Christmas from, from the brand new Canned Ham Christmas album being performed tonight. Tonight at the Royal Unicorn. Sincerely In Sincerely Christmas. And Which is a funny thing about that song because a lot of the, because uh, people get confused. There is a lot of sincere sentiment in that song, but sometimes it's a bit glib as well. I like mixing that. I like gray areas. Aren't gray areas great? Like, for example, you often ask me, Nard, why are you saying you, you call me Lil' Ham sometimes, and then sometimes you call me Robert Dayton? Well, there's a lot of bleed, right? When I'm Lil' Ham, I'm really Lil' Ham, and other times, which is a different kind of persona than Robert Dayton, but there's a lot of naturalism in me coming in into each other. Now personas. you're a manager, too. You're a manager. You're, um, ma- um, you're um, taking um, the career of somebody else and putting Randy it into Bowles. your hands. Randy They're Bowles. trusting their career in your hands. Now, before that, Robert we, David, we will be hosting the Boxing Day blowout at the Biltmore. We played Zeus Creation. Now, explain here, here this again, here if you is. could. Please, could you explain? Oh. What did we What did we yeah. hear right before we heard Sincerely Christmas? What did we hear there? That was, uh, as we mentioned going into it, that was the Zeus Creation song by the Outraged Husbands, of which I have zero info about. If anyone on Psy Records out of Vancouver. That was a Vancouver release. And how do you know it's, it's a Vancouver release? Because there's a Vancouver address. It's uh, at 1747 West 3rd Avenue, which which is right near 3rd and Burrard when you enter Granville Island. Yeah. So if there's anybody around that area who knows anything about the Psy history of Records. buildings. And interestingly enough, Leo, Please call that at UBC CITR. What was the name of the song? What was actually- That was called... Uh, that was called the Zeus Creation. It was by the Outraged Husbands. And if anyone has any info, please call 604-UBC-CITR. Uh, we need and to know this. W- interesting enough, Leora, you thought the sonically the two songs sounded the same. I say the two songs because the song you brought in as well. Like Rob brought in a song, you brought in a song, and they both sounded kind of same. Your song was like the UBC song. Mine was we a go- UBC pep song from the 1930s performed by an orchestra for people who were just tuning in. We were talking about the UBC centenary coming. Up. That was out. We UBC talked about that hours ago. 100.ca. Do we have a caller? Caller, are you there? Yeah, it's Big Ham. Good. <laughs> How the hell are you, Big Ham? I'm good. I'm good. What's with this? Who's this Robert Dayton guy? 
Little Ham, who's this Robert Dayton guy? He's an Well, that's the thing, Big Ham. You know, it's the, that's the thing. Like, he keeps saying, Robert Dayton, Little Ham. I, I don't know if you caught that. I said, you know, there's a, it's, it, it thoroughly throws me off because there's different bleed and persona. I mean, John Ruskin, who's this? Exactly. And in Ham, we can... Merry Christmas, everybody. Ham, tonight at the Royal Unicorn. Yeah. Little Ham. Little Ham. Big Ham. Little Ham refuses to give the address out. Where is the Royal Unicorn? East, 174 East Pender. Why is the Royal Unicorn give out the address? I never, not, I never said that. You know, but they have asked me about 10, they have asked me about 10 questions. They've asked me about 10 questions all, all about you. And I said, well, I wish Big Ham was here to answer that. So can you answer all those questions right now? Well, number one, we were just wondering about the Super Bowl commercial, Big Ham. Did you get much reaction from being in a Super Bowl commercial? And can people check that out on your MySpace? I think it's on your MySpace, your personal MySpace it page. It is. I was on a Super Bowl commercial. It's on my MySpace page. It's just under Ham. So, yeah. Uh, and if they go to the Can Ham page, what can they see that's brand new? What can they see that's brand new that is up on the MySpace Can Ham page right now is our new video for the song Rum and Eggnog. And that Rum and Eggnog song, I like, I'm, I'm asking like Nardva, I love this, will be performed where tonight? At the Royal Unicorn <laughs> at 174 East Pender. No, we don't even need you, Nardwa. And Ham, and that's with uh, Creepy Uncle, fa- sorry, Fake Santa Creepy Uncle, a.k.a. Fake Shark Real Zombie, and the... Um, the, the, the nervous breakdowns and the uh, and the, um, the and a wicked publisher and the carnival sized uh, puppets. Uh, now, Ham, also joining us on the Nardwar to Human Serviette t- show today is Leora, who Hi, I think Leora. you, who I think, Hello. who I think, yeah, you, who I think yeah. you have met before. Now, what I had John Turner. What Leora brought in was Robert Dayton brought in a record, Zeus Creations. You know the Zeus cre- Little Ham brought in Zeus, oh, yeah. cre- as profiled in this month's Nerve magazine. Rob writes about these. Obscuro Canadian stuff. And that, Le- should, that should not be obscure. And Leora brought in a yes. chant song from the 1930s. Not a chant song, it's a pep song. Oh. A, a pep song oh. about UBC from the 1930s, and it has a connection to John Turner. And then it made me think, didn't you once party at John Turner's house? I partied at a, um, at a, uh, a liberal fundraiser for John Turner. Yes, I did. And are you now, or have you ever been, a card-carrying liberal member? No, I never have been, but um, I, I, my dear friend Nick Delaney, oh, I shouldn't name names, was, uh, had decided he was going to become uh, President of the United States, so he joined the uh, Liberal Convention, the Liberal Party, and got us all out to, uh, go, um, to uh, go out and canvass for John Turner. But the problem is, is they, they, uh, the, the promise was if you go canvass that you get all the booze you can drink, and they gave us the booze before we went. We went canvassing. So, uh, but anyhow, I got to dance with that. Uh, with with uh, with Lillian Lillian Turner, right? Was that it? Anyhow, she's a spicy little number. So, that so you one. see, there was a connection. Yes. Well, Ham, did you know that John Turner, well, he's a UBC graduate, and yes. he was a track star here in the 1940s. He was virile. His wife was very fit, yes. Mm. That makes sense, yeah. And Big Ham of Can-Ham playing tonight at the Royal Unicorn as part of that Christmas show that's happening. You guys have the amazing dance floor hit, Boys Night Out. Did that ever right. cross over to the dance clubs? Did it ever get into the dance clubs? Like, Boys Night Out, that is a really great dance tune. I I think it did much better in the country uh, market than it did in the dance uh, market, unfortunately. 
It was really, it was, it was targeted at the dance market. Is that what yeah. people kept asking? Is this big and rich? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jalapeno! Exactly. Now, did that song help you in Montreal? Because you guys were the cover of the Montreal Mirror. The cover of yeah. the Montreal Mirror. You had a tribute album to yourselves before you even had a second album out. I mean, all this amazing early success. What did the cover of the Montreal Mirror do to you? Was that because of Boys Night Out? I don't think it was. Have you been back to Montreal? What was no, like being it, was, on... it, was, it was because we were we were um, on Music Plus. Our song, the video for our song "Father and Son," had become a big hit on a show called Dollar Clip, and we were actually it was us and uh, another fellow with a what was the guy? Pierre Nadeau right? with his song "Boys yeah. Girls." Yeah, we were. He was number. He was one number one because he two. was the stairway to heaven of cheese, as the yeah. producer of the show described it. That's right. Now, a bit of clear, a bit of clear. So yeah, we 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 are very popular in, in Quebec. So you were numero deux in Quebec. And, and what what is Dollar Clip for people that don't know? Dollar Clip is a it show. It was the top rated show on Music Plus while it aired. Yeah, that's that was, what it was. That was. A few years ago now, <laughs> so. Uh, you we, had, we had a, we had and then we had our, our, our tangle with uh, with the uh, with the disco and we're back with this new album sincerely Christmas which is a sort of a return to the old canned ham form I think and we were mentioning too little ham yeah what do you mean return to the canned ham this form is the Brian Wilson oh, I mean stuff. were people not were people not happy with the actual new canned ham with the boys night out version of canned ham I think it was a it was a distilling it was a uh, a uh, it was like a a fine fine it was it was very fine it was a we we distilled out the a lot of people with that. Well, well, on, this, well, on this particular can I can I tell you my opinion? This, uh, can I give my opinion? Yeah, can yeah, I step in? Okay, my opinion. Can I give my opinion? Can I give my opinion? May I give my opinion? May I? May I give my opinion? Hey, maybe we should play. Um, not can I? May I? We could. You guys are really good. May I give my opinion? Maybe we should be playing. Uh, I'm not saying a thing. You're arguing with your own bandmate. No, no. What I was gonna say. Yeah, we should play. When are we on music, Laden? When are we going on Music Laden? No, what I, I want to say that with each album that we make, uh, it's, it's, it's an album. It's an entirely different album and an entirely different range of moods. When you make an album, that's what you do. It's where you're at, and it's a vibe and a feeling. So the first album, Charisma, is Song and Dance. I'm enjoying the, the Christmas album. I think they've, I'm, I'm really happy with it. Uh, Ham, we were... It sounds a lot like the old record, because it is. We've been doing Christmas. The second, did, no, did you know the second Christmas show Canned Ham ever did? Sorry, the second show Candham ever did was a Christmas show. I was, was asking opening for the Black Halos and Flashback. That's what I was just going to mention to you. You guys were the MCs of that big Commodore show. That's well. That was even before that one. That was with the new pornographers. I think the one you're talking about. But the one I'm talking about was our second show ever. And I think we came on your show and played a, a tape of the the, the promoter, the uh, Commodore, uh, leaving a message on my my roommate Pete Bastards. Um, answering machine saying like, like you know this canned ham act it sounds like kind of like i don't know i think it's kind of goofy uh, if you don't want on the bill we can throw them off and we came and played the tape on your show and then and then we got we've gone to such you know worldwide success since but anyhow my point being that these songs sound if people say it while these songs sound like more like classic canned ham the the charisma years it's because these songs have been Distilling again, much like the dance music for six years. Ham Pete Bastard. Ham Pete Bastard. Ham Pete Bastard. Little Ham was saying. You have to figure out is, which songs are brand new. Is Pete Bastard yeah, the really the, the unicorn? Is, the Royal Unicorn, 174 East Pender, Canned Ham, and 
Fake shark, real zombie. Pete, is Pete Bastard really doing wrestling with Mike Tyson in L.A.? Dude, this is the story. I Okay, here we go. He, Mike is really into, not Halo, what's the other big, one of the big Resident video Evil. games. Resident Evil. Thank you, little ham. And Pete somehow is now like Mike Tyson's Resident Evil partner. They hang out. They wrestle. Mike has a they tiger. They play wrestle. Mike sleeps with a tiger. And evidently the whole the story there is Mike told Pete that, like, the only way you can train a tiger to sleep with you is to beat the, 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 the bejesus out of it on a regular basis, and then it'll do whatever, then it'll become your, you know, like your, your bitch. And so, yeah, so Pete and Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's tiger all hang out and play video games. Where did they initially bump and into each other? I don't know exactly. Um, Pete knows... It's L.A., right? Like Pete met uh, Mike's girlfriend or something like that at, at, at brunch, and she was having problems with, with, the, uh, with the PlayStation or whatever, and so she said, come over and help us out, and there was Mike trying to figure out the PlayStation. Or that, that's the story I got. And that's your, know, that's and your former and roommate he, and the he, guy who mixed he, the new can ham out. Yes. And he, All the can ham He's tech support for Mike Tyson. And so what's interesting to note is that you could not figure out the mixing for the Canton album, so you sent it to L.A., and Mike Tyson is executive producer, perhaps. Perhaps, He, he yeah. might have been listening in on this Mike actual thing. Mike hearing it, actually, yeah. And, yeah. and also... Through, there, bo- through both ears. Also, Big Ham, you guys were also part of Gas Huffer's last show, and you were at the Bubblegum Achievement Awards? That's right. What was that? That, that? that was fantastic. Down in L.A. at the, uh, what was the name of the puppet theater, Rob? Little, little Ham's better this stuff than I am. What, oh. was, the, what was the marionette What's theater that? we played at? What, the uh, Bubblegum Achievement Award. Oh, yeah, that was a but lot of fun, wasn't in, it? If you're ever in Hollywood, you should go to It's the, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. What is the name of the theater that we played what? at? Oh, yeah, the Bob Baker Marionette the Theater. Bob Baker Marionette Theater. A lot of fun. At, we you get free them. ice cream after if you go Kim, see their puppet show. Kim, Kim Cooper from uh, from Scram Magazine and the uh, the Bubblegum Queen, a friend of ours, put on the Bubblegum Achievement Awards. And at that show, we got to meet um, who all did we meet? Well, Doctor Demento was uh, the one that stood out for me because mm-hmm. he was receiving an award. And we met uh, the gal who we met the gal who wrote the. Um, from the Archies, we were the both. The, uh, what was the, who were the people from the Archies? Ron, Ron, Ron Dante. Yeah. Uh, the, of, of the Archies, and oh my goodness, the what's her name? She the meow meow meow. She did the meow mix. Yeah. Oh my goodness, meow, I can't meow. think of her. I've got a real block right now. I know her name. Tony Tony Wine. Tony, Tony Wine. Wine and and Joey Levine from the Ohio Express. Yummy yummy That's yummy. Right. Yes. People who wrote great bubblegum pop songs, all at the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. Which, if you're in LA right now. Yeah, Go see their no. version of the Nutcracker. What about the playing Gas Huffer's last show? Didn't you guys play? You'll get free ice cream yeah, we after. We, we emceed the, the last show, the, the last Gas Huffer show, which is also a, a real honor. Uh, because uh, all these people, they, they, you know, I mean, as, as, as is evident in our, on our tribute album, we have a lot of respect from the artistic community of the world. I was going to say North America, but, you know, in general. And, uh, again, um, they, uh, Tom called, called me up and asked if we'd like to... Uh, to MC, and we were very, very honored to do and flattered to do that. Of legendary Seattle band Gas Huffer. Yeah. What about some other Canned Ham references? Jimmy Kimmel has some comedy specials called Canned Ham. Have there been other references to Canned Ham out there? Do they, do they, does he spell it properly? Has he given no, us he, any residuals? He, he spells it improperly. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And Whatever. We're, we're going to end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show here with another selection here from the Canned Ham and Friends record right after we play a little bit at least of something that you really wanted to hear, Robert Dayton. What was that? Oh, okay. You want me to talk about this? Just for a second. Well, this is uh, this is in the new issue of The Nerve. I've written about the Morioria Maoris, Air New Zealand's jet set out of Vancouver. Uh, this this label came out of Vancouver, and it's a weird mix of psychedelic soft pop and exotic. I know nothing about it, but it's if you know anything about it, please tell me. And by the way, please come to our show tonight. It'll be lots of fun. My yeah. other act, Hallmark's playing the next Friday. The Biltmore, there's going to be regular variety shows yeah, where I'll be spinning these have. records every Wednesday. And Can Ham is going to be every third Wednesday of the month for At the January. Biltmore. No, the last Wednesday of every month from January, February, and March. We at the new Biltmore. Doing, we will be performing at the Biltmore. And there's always... Biltmore. And there's always... And I'll be DJing every Wednesday. And there's always yeah, something that happens at a canned ham show. Like, at the sugar refinery, you got, like, almost lit on fire. So something will happen tonight. There will be fire something tonight. Something special. You know what? The big thing that will be happening tonight... People will be having fun. Now, yeah, and, and no, it's I, Christmas. And no, Christmas we're not fun. Christmas in. No, because we know everyone has a. Most people don't have a good reaction to Christmas, and we are. We're not trying to indoctrinate, but we're trying to lessen the blow, and we're going to have a good time. That's at the Royal Unicorn. So, what are we going to hear right now? We're going to hear a little. What is this again? We're going to hear. I just announced. Oh, the Mor- the Mori Mor- the Moriora Maori jet set. Now, Air, Air from, New Zealand's jet set. And they're set. from Vancouver, and right after. Well, no, that- they're from New Zealand, but it was recorded in Vancouver. There's a big Vancouver connection on High Tiki Records. Anyone knows about this. It's amazing. Okay, we're going to play that. And then, if there's time, we're going to have a little bit of the LBJ rap. What is the yeah. LBJ rap? Can you explain? I played this before my show. What is the LBJ rap? Not since Colonel Sanders started rapping has there been such a sensation in the hip-hop world. I'd have to agree with you, yes. And That's- who is the LBJ well, he's not here today. He's got a bit of a diva thing, a messiah complex. Yes, he does. Little that baby is, Jesus. He is the future of hip-hop. But he will be performing tonight. Yes, he will he be will. performing the entire the entire future of hip-hop. That's he will right. be performing the entire future of hip-hop tonight at our show. Not only do you get the, into the future of Christmas, you get the future of hip-hop. All with yo-yo show. tricks. Yes, with canned ham at the Royal Unicorn, 174 East Pender, with... Fake Shark, Real Zombie, and the Nervous Breakdowns, and the Cinnamon Hearts. And look for the new Candam and Friends Sincerely Christmas CD, but it is not filed in the comedy section, is it? It never is, but we're going to have it out on the, um, on, on the, sto- the store, uh, you know, right in the, on the front counter at all your favorite record stores. But finally, they cannot they cannot file you in comedy now. No, Before they, they could, because it's a Christmas album, they cannot file you in comedy anymore, can they? We're they can't. Christmas now, I guess. They can't do it. Christmas. Well, thanks so much, Candam. Thanks, Nerd. Thanks, Little Ham. Oh, thank you. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 It's been a pleasure. Alright. Bye. Bye. Now 